listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Black Cat, Monica, Mikey H, and the OT Gourmet Geek. and thanks for joining us on the 151st episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. So it's our 151st episode, Carly. Woo-woo! It's kind of like a birthday. It's basically a birthday. And birthdays are sometimes synonymous with death days. <gasps> Which That's is true. Which is why on this week's episode, we're discussing Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. It all works full circle. It, it does. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> we're not forcing that, it at all. But <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Just a natural, organic yeah. thing. <laughs> um, for you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Both of today's films are currently streaming on HBO, so please check them out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Invisible Man, with a February 28th release date. Uh, estimated, I think. Uh, it's written and directed by Lee Winnell who previously directed Upgrade and wrote many of the Saw and Insidious films. It's based on the novel by H.G. Wells. The IMDb summary is, When Cecilia's abusive ex makes his own life and takes his own life, it makes takes more sense, <laughs> takes his own life and leaves her fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia's works to improve that she is... God damn it. Cecilia's works... That's Cecilia weird. works. It's yes. not my fault. It's written wrong. Cecilia yes. works to prove that she is being hunted by someone no one can see. It's, it's terrible. It's not it's a weird. Well. No, it's no. I should have that read that before, you. but I that didn't. wasn't you. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's part of the adventure. It was. It was an adventure. Just reading that was an adventure. <laughs> um, so H.G. Wells, we have like. We have, like, this is the second week in a row we have, like, classic literature being brought to horror. Well, and it's fun because I, okay, so I knew that they were remaking The Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. um, and I was kind of hesitant as to what they were going to do with it, I guess. Sure. Um, but I saw this trailer before Doctor Sleep, and I am stoked for it. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's Elizabeth Moss. I think that the trailer like looks super interesting and like kind of creepy and like maybe they'd showed a little bit too much, but um, I don't know. Like I will definitely check this out. I love Elizabeth Moss and I love that Me she's too. doing another horror movie. Same with Is a bigger role this time. Yes. Um, I'm digging it. Stick to the genre, Elizabeth Moss. It's it's yes. very rare that you see like people doing non-horror things suddenly like only doing horror things. I know. I love it. It's not a common occurrence. Although this is like action-y kind of feel to it, thrillery kind of feel to it. It's not like strictly horror. No, it's definitely like 
horror sci-fi thriller there's definitely like lots of science fiction happening i feel like and with lee winnell directing you know there's going to be some gore or something Mm -hmm. i mean he does not shy away from the gore no i'm i'm stoked i'm into it i want to see it i love lee winnell as a writer specifically um so i'm sure that the screenplay is great i'm not sure i don't know i loved upgrade Key fingers, not such too. a fan of key fingers, but the directing no. in that wasn't necessarily bad. No, it was fine, and I'm sure like that was probably like maybe a contractual thing. You <laughs> I think? think we talked about that. Oh, I don't really? know. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> yeah, um, but I this one looks great, and I uh, love Elizabeth Moss. I'm really, I'm excited. And I, it was, it's funny because when the trailer happened, I immediately was like, I need to text Amy. And then I was like, you're in a movie theater. Like, don't, <laughs> don't bring out your phone and text Amy. Try to remember <laughs> to text well, her mean, after the movie. It's really rare that I, I, I can only speak for myself, but it's really rare that I'm in a movie theater about to see a horror movie and I haven't seen all of the trailers already. Mm-hmm. Like, same. We're watching trailers weekly. We are keeping up to date with the latest trailers in most mm-hmm. cases. So um, usually we've seen them all by the time they're in a theater. Um, so it is exciting if you see something new, especially something that looks good. And um, I think I knew Lee Winnell was doing this, but I I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't feeling like it was going to happen soon. I guess this is sooner than I felt. Although this year just fucking flew by, didn't it? Yeah, how it is really? It? It's like November already. Like it's almost Christmas. I'm seeing Christmas trees already. Like I don't know what to do with myself. I'm hearing Christmas music. I'm like, oh, what man. month am I in? I'm. It's gonna be the 20s in like under two months. It's things it's are happening. Be, oh my god, 2020. I know the roaring 20s. The roaring 20s are coming back, and I'm so fucking excited about <laughs> I'm it. Start dressing it's like stupid. a flapper, just for same. Fun. Uh, Ooh, I'm can we dress as like goth flappers? Hell yeah, we can. That would be sick, right? Yes, like, yes, yes. Black lipstick and black flapper outfits. Yep, and I know exactly where to get some flapper uh, outfits. So, all right. Well, I'll leave it to you. You can buy me one, and I'll, I'll pay you back. Great, I'll it'll s- be beautiful. I'll send you some Venmo. For my goth flapper outfit. For your goth flapper outfit. What are we talking about? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking. Oh, this movie. This <laughs> movie that we're both excited to see, I think. Yes. Let's do it. Woo. Okay. What's our first film today? Carly. Oh, well, funny you should ask. We are going to be discussing Happy Death Day from 2017. Directed by Christopher Landon, um, who wrote all the Paranormal Activity sequels and directed the Marked Ones. Um, written by, that's what PA means, right? Yes, I'm sorry. I wrote PA just because that's like my standard shorthand for paranormal activity. That's great. I just wanted to make sure I you wasn't like a you big a liar. <laughs> you read the Amy language and congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, written by Scott Lobdell, who did Critters Attack. Uh, the IMDb Was that a summary. question? Yep, because I've never seen it. <laughs> I think it's to to be uh, to be released or just released. Oh, gotcha. Cool. Um, the IMDb summary is: A college student must relive the day of her murder over and over again in a loop that will end only when she discovers her killer's identity. So, I expected to like this one. Mm-hmm. I loved it. 
Yay! I loved it. This I loved it so, fun. so much that I wrote four lines of notes because I basically at one point just put my notebook down and just enjoyed watching the movie, which is something I never do for the podcast. That's amazing. Not that I don't enjoy watching movies for the podcast, but usually it's like I always have my notebook in my hand and I'm constantly scribbling things down, lines, um, funny things I noticed or random shit, random thoughts I have. At one point, I think I made it like 20 minutes into the movie and then I just put down the notebook and never picked it up again. That's that's awesome. That never happens. This, yeah. This, this movie is so fun. It's wonderful. It's and lovely. And I hadn't seen, like, I literally put off seeing this movie forever until I think like the Egyptian had that like double feature thing mm-hmm. when they were, um, when the, the second one came out. And I was like, well no better time like the present sure and i was like why did i put off seeing this movie because it's so fun i mean it didn't it looked even i think even when we did our trailer trash i'm gonna have to go back and listen to our trailer trash talk because i Mm -hmm. wonder how we felt about it but i remember thinking that it looked good yeah um blumhouse i remember being like a blumhouse movie right yes Yeah. yeah um and I remember hearing great things about it. I think it was just because it was like geared more towards younger people that maybe yeah. we just kind of ignored it. We missed it. Sure. But I, I'm happy that I saw it now. I am too. <laughs> I'm stoked for Happy Death Day. And I wanted to watch the sequel immediately, although I didn't. But um, watch this one with Tony because I told him, I'm like, this isn't going to be a jumpy movie. I don't mm-hmm. anticipate this being a particularly gory movie. So um, he enjoyed it, too. We both enjoyed super it. Super fun. Jessica Roth is great. She is amazing. Yeah. She's fantastic. She, plays- she literally is fantastic. She plays this character so well. Kills um, it. And Israel Broussard is like, adorably charming the cutest most charming little guy seriously like huge crush factor yes on on this guy great chemistry between the two of them as well yeah yeah Yeah. um the whole cast really is just is wonderful and funny and like offensive in like a great way i don't know like there's everything about this is just really spot on for me it's true also a shout out to uh charles aitken who is super heartthrobby, even it's though true. he plays an evil professor. <laughs> even though he's, yeah, borderline creepy. <laughs> he's borderline crazy, but also, come on, super handsome. Very dreamy. Very dreamy. I got the dreamy eyes watching him. We, we don't blame Tree. We do not. Well, I mean, she's kind of sucks, but. She does kind of suck, but she she, uh, she figures out herself. that she sucks. You know, it, it is very, I mean, we... I'm sure it's no surprise. This is something that's been discussed several times. And even in the movie itself, mm-hmm. that this is very uh, Groundhog Day like. Yes. And if you haven't seen Groundhog Day, like go see Groundhog Day uh, and then watch this movie because there's a lot of parallels there. And I like yes. I like the shitty person coming to terms with their shittiness and becoming a better person thing because they're forced to live their day over and over and over again. Right, and they can really like look at themselves and their personal choices mm-hmm. on this day to day basis. I feel like this is a fairly flawless film. Um, there's not a lot wrong with it. It's enjoyable. It's entertaining. It's mm-hmm. cute. 
There's mm-hmm. some cuteness. There's some funniness. Um, as a horror film, maybe not. You know, right. there's not a lot of horror here. No. Um, Aside from the fact that she gets murdered often, that's really it. It's more of a heartwarming, I think, in a weird way. Um, like the scene between her and her dad is like really touching yes. and a little like drama, mystery, comedy. Yeah. I don't see a lot of horror here. No. I, if there was more gore, I could see it. Yeah. But they really toned down the gore factor. Yeah, this is, they really did. This is an easy watch with your non-horror spouse. <laughs> your non-horror <laughs> fan uh, friends, your non-horror fans, significant others, mm-hmm, your cat mm-hmm. that gets upset with horror movies. <laughs> Your dog that doesn't like seeing guts on screen. Oh, your sensitive dog. Yes, if you have a sensitive dog, your dog might even enjoy this one. It's true. This is really for everybody. You could watch this with your parents. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's a a family film, almost. (laughs) Fine family fun. (laughs) As long as all your family members are over the age of 13. Yes. I feel like a fun family film. Agreed. Yeah. But as a as a horror movie, not so much. And I wasn't no. expecting a lot of gore, so I wasn't disappointed. But um, you know, I'm a horror fan. I like gore. I'm not against it. Um, but I I know what they were doing, and I think what they were doing was very successful with this. I agree. They really um, they made a very successful movie. Like that, you know, anybody can enjoy. I feel like agreed. So let's talk about this mascot. Oh my god! So in this movie, the killer is a ma- it's a masked killer. You don't know who the masked killer is that's tr- trying to kill Tree the whole time. Um, it's got the mascot for their college, uh, a mask of their mascot, and the mascot is what Carly? It's a baby. It's a baby. And so I think I remember, I feel like I remember now um, us talking about this trailer trash talk and being like, what the fuck is this mask? (laughs) So I don't think we knew that the mask was of the mascot. The the mascot of the college. Of the baby. (laughs) Of the baby. Of the the, the school. The school, because that's so weird. Because it's a fucking weird fucking mascot. I mean, they they joke about it, especially in the second film. They joke about it a lot. Yeah. Um, which makes it okay. I mean, you make fun of it, it's, it automatically makes it okay. And anything totally. I thought was weird, they made fun of it. And then I'm like, well, I can't make fun of it now because they're making fun of it. Exactly. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, I guess Christopher, uh, the mascot was originally supposed to be a pig. Oh. So they were going to have like a scary pig face. But I mean, how many times have we seen pig masks? Yeah. We've seen it in the Saw movies. We've seen it in, uh, what was that 80s movie we did? The farm where you plant the dead people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> Motel <laughs> Hell? Was Motel that Hell. It? We've seen it yep. in Motel Hell. I mean. American Horror Story has lots truth. of weird picker. Picker. <laughs> Well, I don't know where that happened. I don't know. I was going to say pig slash butcher. It's cool. And so I got you. That's what came out. You're good. You're all fine. <laughs> We've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking. We're a drinking Sunday to celebrate one fifty one. Drinking on a Sunday afternoon. Um, it was beautiful. So 
Yeah, I mean, would you have preferred a pig mask, Carly? Honestly, this didn't, no. No, I would not have preferred a pig mask. You're okay with the baby mask. The giant baby thing is so weird, and I think it just (laughs) adds to, like, the comedy of the movie, kind of. I agree. I think it works. But... But on Initially, the outside, you're before like, I, why yeah. a baby? Why? Yeah, I'm like, that's weird. That was a weird choice. Although, as a woman, there's not many things I can think of that are scarier than a baby. <laughs> that Especially a weird in college. <laughs> Especially in college. What's scarier it's, than a young adult <laughs> to a younger young adult other than a baby? It is a very strange sports mascot, it's, though. It's. I mean, I don't know a lot about sports. But babies, I don't know. It makes me think, I almost went to school um, at UC Santa Cruz, Mm -hmm. and their mascot is a banana slug because they know that sports is not their forte. Wait, when did you go to UC Santa Cruz? No, I said I almost. I said I almost almost, went to UC. We went to school together. I know. It was one of the the, the schools that I was scanning because originally I wanted to go to school on the West Coast, but then the band happened, so I went to school on the East Coast. Got it. Um, but yeah, their, their mascot is a banana slug because they know that sports is like not their forte. Sure. So like they have a silly mascot, but like for, I don't know, a baby is just, it's interesting. Well, I mean, we (laughs) went to school at a non-sports oriented school. Yes. That basically laughed in the face of sports. It's true. Our colors were heliotrope and puce. It's not even a thing. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> you know you know your school's not that into uh sporting events when you have to google what those colors are it's true <laughs> um but our mascot was a panther i didn't even know that a good mascot i honestly if you would have asked me what the sports mascot of suny purchases i would say they don't have one <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know the somewhat embarrassing reason how I know that our mascot was a panther. Please tell me. I was on the dance team. At SUNY? Yeah. How did I not know that? Because uh, I didn't stay on the dance team for very long. Gotcha. But I was a dancer in high school and I was not taking a lot of dance classes in college. So mm-hmm. I could I got I got my kicks literally wherever I could, and that was the dance team and I also like would take trains into the city and take dance classes at broadway dance center but like that's really fun well that's the only way i could dance i love dancing i was on the dance team in high school oh, really um but that didn't feed over into my college career oh well uh, enough about the suny purchase just- panthers which are <laughs> a very popular uh sports team that's so funny i had no idea yeah yeah, I even had like a hoodie with the panther on it and everything. Super now I embarrassing. Want one. I'm like literally looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, I got kicked off because I stopped going to practice. It's fine. I Good for it. you. Um, but did you know that this movie, the script was originally written in 2007, and it was supposed to star Ms. Megan Fox. Really? And was supposed to be produced by Mr. Michael Bay. Weird. And I'm so glad that it wasn't those things. Me too. Oh, God, me too. Because <laughs> Jessica Roth is simply amazing in this movie. And I just she, do not think as much as like I appreciate Megan Fox. I have come to like Megan Fox. I didn't always, but I've come to appreciate her. 
But I just don't think she could have pulled this off the same way that Jessica Roth did. I don't think so at all. Um, There's such a range that needs to be played. And I feel like Megan Fox plays the I don't give a fuck thing really well. But I don't know that she could handle like the range that's needed for this character. I mean, maybe she could, but I've never seen her do anything like this. I don't think so. I don't think she could. Yeah. I mean, maybe she, I don't, I don't want to say that, but like, I think that Jessica Roth, yeah, I think that she, like she is tree. Like she is this character. Like yeah. I couldn't see anybody else playing her because she she's just, it, she's she like, really does. It's insane. Like how good she is in this and the sequel. Like, yeah. Fucking amazing. Seriously. This character is her. 100%. For sure. Um, all right. I mean, I just enjoyed it. I'm assuming you loved it as well. So, yes. Yes, I did. It's it's definitely have has a high rewatchability uh, factor. I agree. So, how do we feel about this song, Carly? <laughs> how do we feel about that? I you laugh every time I do that. I, I've it's done it like so, seven times since we've been talking. That's true. Been recording, but it's like what she welcomed me with when I <laughs> when I answered the phone. <laughs> just started i lost it um this is one of the things that like for some reason just stuck in my mind i was like how is someone like do people make ringtones for their birthday when it's their birth like i don't know why that like boggles (laughs) sorry sorry it like boggled my mind so much well and it's the most obnoxious thing ever yeah uh and like whose phone isn't on silent? I don't know. There were so many like <laughs> <laughs> there were so many things that I had questions about the ringtone that like but that mainly focus around like is it a thing to program ringtones that are specifically played on your birthday? I think that well, first of all, it was her roommate that did it. Gotcha. So okay. she didn't do it for herself. Her roommate found out it was her birthday and decided I'm going to celebrate her birthday for her and changed her alarm. So it played the birthday song or the, her ringtone. So it was the birthday song. Okay. And originally, if you remember the trailer, it's 50 cents in the club. Oh, I'm happy shorty, that it's not that. It's your birthday. I'm, we got to gotcha. party like it's your birthday. We what are we going to sip say? a party like it's your birthday. Oh. <laughs> and you know, we don't give a fuck. It's not your birthday. It's true, but it is her birthday. So, yes. And that was a, in the trailer. That's the song that's playing. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get the rights for the actual movie, I guess. So <laughs> we're left with this thing. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I feel like I'm happier that it's this song, that it's this weird thing, because I feel like the roommate's kind of weird enough that like. <laughs> That makes sense to me that this would be the obnoxious song that she has it's play. It's the weirdest song, though. It's so weird. It's, I don't know where it came it's from. It's the high voice, I think. Yeah. But that's like, that's funny. I guess. Then like. It's obnoxious. It's really cent. annoying. And every time you hear it, you're upset, which is good because I mean, you're also upset because she's reliving this day over and over again. You feel for I, her. Exactly. I feel like it wouldn't have had the same effect if it was like the 50 cent song. Right. Because then I'd be dancing. Exactly. Who doesn't love some 50 cent? Fitty. That's what I'm saying. Fitty cent. Fitty cent. Fitty cent. Okay. 
Um, (laughs) So like I said, I don't have a lot of notes. I just really enjoyed it. Um, So if you remember, I think we decided not to do, did we do the happy birthday or happy birthday, happy death day to you trailer? Because I feel like I don't recall didn't because I found a spoiler in it and I didn't want to spoil the movie for you. That's correct. So in this, the Happy Death Day to You trailer, they tell you the ending of Happy Death Day. Yeah, and I didn't watch the trailer specifically because of that. I, I think that's why we didn't do it. I think I maybe said, this is bullshit because yeah. I watched the trailer and now I know the end of the original movie, which I never saw. And it's, which may be okay if like, we're talking 10 years later, but this is what, a year and a half after the movie came out? Right. Fuck you. Yeah, you were not pleased. I, was I remember. Upset. I was really yeah. mad. I'm still a little bit mad. Yeah. Luckily, I you completely n- forgot what, <laughs> what I, I saw. I don't think I ever watched the trailer for Happy Death Day to you because of that, even after I saw the movies. So, spoiler alert coming up, guys. In this movie, we find out the roommate's the killer. Okay. Her roommate yeah. is the one that's trying to kill her. Um, so, they tell you. At the very beginning of the trailer, I had to live my life. I had to relive the same day over and over again because my roommate was trying to kill me. <laughs> and they show the roommate falling out the window, which is at the end of this movie. It's like, you only waited a year and a half. Like, I don't know if that's enough time to spoil a movie. Maybe if it was streaming or something. But like, right. there were a lot of people that probably didn't see Happy Death Day yet. Totally. I being one of them. Same. I was one of them, too. And I was you, pissed. Yeah. Luckily, I forgot. I have a very short-term memory. Um, it's it's a good thing, because sometimes we'll pick trailers that we haven't, um, that we haven't seen and sure. like be like, oh, like, let's do this trailer. Everybody's talking about it. So it's a good thing that we didn't do that. And then we were both like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, I don't know. It sucks. That they it's did a that. weird thing to do. Well, especially because it's kind of a mystery movie. Yeah. The whole time you're trying to figure out who the killer is, you don't find yeah. out to the very end. Why? Why? It's not even necessary. You know what I mean? They didn't no. have to do it. They could have done the same exact trailer without revealing who the killer was. Agreed, because it's not a huge point in the second movie. No. It was completely unnecessary, and I'm so yeah. upset about it. So don't... Fuck. I remember saying it on the show. I remember saying, don't watch the trailer for this if you haven't seen the first movie. Yeah. I remember you saying that, too. Yeah. Warning all the people. Warning. Warning. <laughs> Do not watch trailer yes. if you intend to watch the first movie. Ugh. All right. Are we ready to move on? Are we? Yes. Do we, you want to talk more about it? No, uh, we great. didn't really get into the nitty gritty. We just kind of basically talked about it. Yeah, would watch again. Check it out if you haven't seen it, even though now you know the ending. It's true. Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> What's don't, next? Don't don't stop listening, though, because we're about to move on to our next segment. <laughs> Let's have some segment music. I wish that I could um, make that the ringtone that happens when I call someone on their birthday. 
Oh, like, yeah, that's you know not what a I mean? thing. You can't change someone else's ringtone. No. That would like, probably wish... be a pretty inappropriate thing to do. Oh, that probably would be. Could you think, I mean, I would <laughs> I would totally take advantage of doing that and make it something horrible. <laughs> yeah. I would just do the birthday song. Oh, you would? Yeah, I wouldn't. By the it's... way, my cat is sitting next to me and she gets so upset every time I do that. <laughs> Does she, like, give you this grumpy look? Well, she's, like, sleeping on the chair oh. right next to me. And every time I play it, she, like, jumps and, like, looks at me like I just killed her mother. She's not a fan. <laughs> That's so funny. She's not a fan of it. She doesn't like the song, and she doesn't like being woken up by the song. I don't know if I blame her on that second one. I wouldn't want to be woken up with the song either, and no. neither does Tree. And neither does Tree. None of the times that it happens to her, nope. which it happens several times. That's true. Okay, so our next movie today is Happy Death Day to You, the sequel to Happy Death Day from 2019. Came out earlier this year. It's written and directed by Christopher Landon again. The IMDb summary is Tree Gelbman, didn't know she had a last name, now we know it's Gelbman, discovers that dying over and over was surprisingly easier than the dangers that lie ahead. So, Carly, how did you feel about Happy Death Day to You? So... I had a bit of a heads up with this movie um, because when I went to go see both of these back to back, there was a Q&A with the director okay. before or in between the two movies. Got it. Um, and so he definitely said something about how um, when they were making it, like he was more inspired by like, you know, like horror comedies for the first one and then the second one he kind of was moving into more like science fiction time travel he was inspired heavily by back to the future mm -hmm. and by weird science and so i kind of knew that there was going to be a shift where it was going to be kind of more about time travel and less about like the horror aspect um so i I don't know. Like, I kind of knew sort of what to expect based on those descriptions. Um, I don't think it was as successful as the first one. Um, but there are still a lot of fun nods to the first one. And um, you get to spend more time with the characters and kind of see them in a parallel universe, which is really fun and also interesting. So I, before I watched this one, I rewatched the trailer for it mm -hmm. um, because I did remember that spoiler and I wanted to see it again. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I, I too had some sort of heads up that this is going to take a science fiction turn. Right. Um, and like we said, the first one doesn't feel very, doesn't feel super horror anyway. So it's not like I could have been let down by the lack of horror here because it's not like the first one is like super horror feeling anyway um while i enjoyed this film i didn't i enjoyed it significantly less than the first movie yeah. i took more notes and i felt like maybe the plot wasn't as good as it could have been i'm not sure i understand the science behind this or that the writer even had a very strong understanding of the science behind this. Because it doesn't quite make sense to me. And I'm easy to trick with science things because I don't know a lot about them. Um, but I do understand simple logic. So I had some trouble with this, the plot of this film. I agree. Like, 
do we ever really understand why this only affects tree? No. And what's confusing to me is that the it's the second one starts out with the roommate experiencing yes. it. Yeah. And so I kind of was like, oh, cool. This is going to be interesting. And we're going to kind of see it from a different perspective. But right. like Tree still remembers. And so like sh maybe she'll, she she'll like. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, but then it got weird because then something happens and then they just go back and it's focused around Tree again. Which why? Um, why did yeah. they do that? I thought the no. beginning was really interesting. And I was like, Same. oh, this is going to be cool. Same. It's going to be like the Scooby gang helping. But no, it's not. I don't know how it falls back on her. Like it, I, it switches and I don't quite understand why. I don't I, either. Why? And it's Chris. Is his roommate's name Chris, I think? Or I don't remember his roommate's name. I suck. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan. Like I was into the Ryan thing. I Same. wanted Ryan's story. I thought we were going to follow Ryan and Tree is going to be like a big part of the story because she's going to help Ryan. Right. And then somehow, unbeknownst to anyone watching, it switches to Tree and it's Tree's story again. But we mm -hmm. already resolved Tree's story. Mm -hmm. Like Tree already kind of fought her demons and made peace with her life and was happy. I thought it would have been funny if, you know, the three of them maybe were reliving the same day over and over again. Right. But then for some reason, it's only affecting her. And I don't really care about this parallel universe that much. No, it's not as because um, we worked. So especially when you watch them back to back, like we've we've really invested in Tree's story. We've really um, are happy with the resolution. We really like obviously her and Carter and now we have none of those things in this parallel universe except for now we have her mom which like I don't think we really needed I feel like it would have been more successful if this would have been focused on like Ryan yeah and them I, I agree them why working did together. we go that route is it because we can't have a male Asian main character in a movie like this like I don't get it I don't know. It's stupid. I was mm -hmm. into it and then it got messed up. I definitely lost interest more yeah. in this one. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, um, obviously the first time I watched it and I had to watch it because I was sitting in a movie theater. This time I kind of got really distracted and I definitely wasn't as like paying attention as well. I just, I didn't care really. Um I don't know. I, it 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 didn't it didn't connect. Well, the only reason I could possibly think is that it's Jessica Roth, and maybe they were just trying to keep Jessica Roth on board with the sequel. And I mean, it's got to be hard to go from the star of the show to like a secondary character in the sequel. No, I don't think that was it because no? I know that he, the guy that wrote it. Uh, Christopher Landon yeah the director that wrote it I think had written it I don't know if it was like while they were filming Happy Death Day or like shortly after yeah um, but it was something that happened pretty quickly well I think um, that the, the idea behind it 
was already made when they were filming Mm -hmm. the first one hence the lights going out in the first film right because the lights going out in the first film explain a lot of what happens in the second film exactly Um, so i think this is always meant to be like you know the sequel but that doesn't Um, but the concept could have still been the same without tree being the main character again Agreed, but I think that the connection, I think that it, it more so was about um, him enjoying the tree character. Sure. Which and having that be the did, focus. But I could have enjoyed the Ryan. I was enjoying the Ryan character. Same. Ryan I is loved a when very he was interesting like, character. He was like, I'm dreaming. This is basically like Inception. <laughs> I need to wake myself up. He tries to kill himself. I'm very interested in what that's all about. Don't ever get to find out. We don't ever get to find out why he was trying to kill himself. No. Zero ideas. And that would have been way more, they would have been way more interesting, I think. It would have. It's kind of sad because this, because it's a good idea. I like the idea of moving to sci-fi and having this, this alternate universe. I just Mm -hmm. don't know if enough time was spent writing it to make it work as well as they wanted it to. And I think maybe there was a little fear in there of having this other type of main character and putting, letting tree fall to the wayside a little bit. Um, See, and I don't think it had anything to do. I don't think Ryan was ever intended to be the main character. Um, I think it was always intended to be a series, uh, or a duo of movies that were focused on tree. Um, And so I think in similar kind of like back to the future type fashion, where you get to see this like parallel of like where your, your family is like still together and like things are just slightly different, but like, you know, if you get to pick where you want to be in all of the different kind of versions of your life, like which would you choose? Would you choose to go back to the one that you want to live or would you choose to like live in this one that, you know, where you kind of get to like have your cake and eat it too? Yeah. I guess I'm just not as interested in it. It just doesn't, I don't know, the setup for it just didn't really work for me. Mm -hmm. Again, it's still entertaining. I still recommend seeing it. Um, Maybe just reel in your expectations a bit if you really enjoyed the first movie, because I just mm-hmm. don't think it quite hits that same note. It's 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 not quite there. It doesn't. It's it's not as cohesive for sure. Um, the first one just flows really well. It does. This one gets boring in parts. Um, it does. And it's yeah, it's just not as well done i and guess i'm not sure i really understand the whole murder motive thing i don't either it doesn't really make sense no like so trees uh in the first film in that universe trees roommate is her killer because sometimes sometimes so, so like there are a few times where it's the 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 crazy guy that's true but usually it's her roommate yes and usually it's for because she's just kind of crazy and she's kind of a dick and Um, the and the the professor doctor who she's also having an affair with yes there's a lot that 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 professor is something else yeah scummy dude he is dreamy though so that's what it is um and in this movie, it's the professor is the killer and his wife is a killer. And I, I don't really yeah. get why. I don't <laughs> I don't really know why. 
Uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense that they'd like team up together. But I mean, again, it's an alternate. This is supposed to be the ending of the first one, and audience re- audiences revolted, so they changed it. Well, they should have listened to the audience in the I first one. I just don't. I don't. It's not strong enough. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It's just it doesn't quite make sense. Agreed. There is something I appreciate in this movie, though, that you don't see in other movies. What's that? There's a scene where the police officer is peeing and whistling. (laughs) And his whistling is not whistling. Like, it's the whistling of a person who doesn't know how to whistle. And as someone who doesn't know how to whistle, I appreciate that. (laughs) Because I feel like even though people can't whistle... It doesn't mean we don't try, you know? It's true. Yeah. And when we're alone, we try. We attempt it because no one's there to judge us. And I just love that this cop is peeing and trying to whistle and doing a terrible job. And it's okay. And it's accepted in the movie. And I like that about it. I greatly appreciate uh, that call out. Can you whistle, Carly? I can. You can? Mm Mm-hmm. How do you feel about people who can't whistle? Do you judge them? No. Oh. <laughs> no. You know, us non-whistlers of the world, we feel judged by you whistlers a lot of the time. Oh my God, no, I would never. It's like one of those things where they're like, oh, you're just, you got to do it this way or you got to do, and like, I am doing all of the things right. I have spent 30 years of my life trying to whistle. If I could have done it, I would have figured it out by now. My mouth just doesn't work that way. I can't uh, roll like my tongue Oh, see, I can do that. See, I can't do that. That's interesting. And no matter, again, no matter how I try, it just doesn't. It just doesn't do it. I don't understand the, the physics behind it. Do you think there's a correlation between tongue rollers and whistlers? I don't, I don't know because I'm sure that there are whistlers out there who can roll their tongues. Oh, okay. I just can't. So I, it's very interesting. I just would like to say as a non-whistler that I appreciated that part. And I've always wanted to whistle, and I can't. Okay? I just can't. <laughs> it's I fine. want to. It's, it's fine. It's okay. Stop trying to teach me. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be okay. We're going to make it. That was successful. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Ooh. That was a different one. Well, it's it's a continuation. I didn't rewind it all the way. Oh. It's a 20-second long ringtone. That's a long ringtone. I know. I'm saying. It goes and goes. <sighs> all right. So what do we think of the end of the second film? Where they're taken in by the federal government, I assume. And uh, the federal government now has this this reactor that creates the time loop and somehow they can target a person since when can they target one person for this and why 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 is tree the only one targeted by this thing i got no things they can pick a person to target it but like how how if they this is She's someone that Brian didn't even know about. Right. Right? Right. Like, in either of the scenarios. She so, wasn't next to the reactor. Right. So how... 
and why i don't know what the fuck and at the end they're like we need to target someone to test this on where did your head go to who would be the target yeah i would just think of tree yeah (laughs) she's already there (laughs) she's already dealt with it she's no that poor thing she's a pro that poor woman has been through enough she (laughs) see i initially thought of the professor but then i remembered that he died so yeah he wasn't is he dead in that he's not dead in that He's not dead in that universe. I don't know. He's, I guess we all exist somewhere. But that she moved back to the original universe. Right. He, he was still alive. Right. So they should have just used him. But instead they used Danielle, which it's like, okay, Danielle's kind of shitty, but she's not evil. He's right. like kind of evil. He is kind of evil. Like I would have picked him over her. Yeah. Just saying. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. For some reason, this this movie thinks that it needs a female ca- main character, which I don't think it does. I'd like to see a dude go through this shit. Just saying. I think it, it would have been fun to see so Ryan. We, we got a third one coming out. What? Well, I mean, they've there's been whispers about a third film. Interesting. And I think I would just like to say, if you go on to... Christopher Landon's page. Yeah. On IMDb. By the way, Christopher Landon, kind of hot. Just saying. He's a cutie. Hey. Um, it says, untitled body swap thriller. Oh. Filming. And part of me wants to think, maybe. Maybe this reactor does other things and we're doing a body swap thing. Maybe it's completely After swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. It's like not similar, but it's kind of similar. And I wonder if it's similar enough that it's kind of related to the ha- Happy Death Day franchise. Vince Vaughn is in it. Because if we know, we don't know a lot about Christopher Landon, but we do know that he does love himself a franchise. So this is kind of like, What's that movie? The Hot Chick? The Hot Chick. Okay. Where are we going with this? Is that's it's the <laughs> premise is kind of like that movie though, right? Where like with Rob Schneider? <laughs> yeah, right? Where Rob Schneider is like a <laughs> I don't shitty know, I never saw it. Oh, he, no, I think it's like the same exact premise with Rob Schneider's like a shitty uh dude who gets uh swapped with the girl now i'm like oh i have to look it up hold on i'm pretty sure that's like the same exact yeah with rachel mcadams Rachel McAdams. yeah and he's like and they get swapped and he's like shitty and they have to figure out how to get them swapped back so she doesn't like get s- stuck in rob schneider's body for like eternity oh god that's that's a horror movie premise right there could you imagine being stuck in rob schneider's <laughs> body for the rest of your life i don't care how much money he has i'm not into it That's so funny. Yeah, an attractive and popular teenager who is mean-spirited toward others finds herself in the body of an older man and must find a way to get back to her original body. Is the the IMDb premise. They're very similar, except for there's a murder. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'm that into it, to be honest. That's so interesting, because I feel like... I feel like, obviously, the first one was kind of very... Like, he bases... It seems like he bases, like, the movies that he makes off of, like, other premises but like makes them horror or like science fiction you know what i mean it's true interesting 
All right, I'm Into done with I'm thing. done with happy death. She's done. I Shut enjoyed it down. That, though. I enjoyed I enjoyed this week. I wasn't sure if I'd have a lot to talk about, but apparently I did. So we're, that's good. That works out. <laughs> that does work out. Um. So I guess let's move on. Let's talk about uh, what's going on with us. What's going on with you, Carly? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? Uh, I rewatched Hush the other night. Oh, really? And what made you do that? Um. So I was talking to one of my friends about um. Da, 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 Doctor Sleep. And mm-hmm. he had encouraged me to read the like read the books originally, mm-hmm. and so um, I was like, you know, are you, are you familiar with Flanagan? And he was not very familiar with Flanagan, and so I was like, you should watch Hush. And this was like forever ago, and so then finally I was like, hey, you need to see Doctor Sleep so we can talk about it. And he was like, oh, like I'm literally just going to sit down and watch Hush. And he started like texting me while I was while he was watching it, and it mm-hmm. got me really excited. And I was like, now I want to watch Hush. and so i watched it and i was just like oh god that movie's so good like and even better i feel like than i remember i it's really funny because i talk about mike flanagan a lot because he's one of my favorite horror directors right now yeah um and i feel like i recommend his films to people a lot and always tell them like you know, maybe that doesn't look good, but it is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I said, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but for Halloween, uh, around Halloween time, I had friends over and we watched um, Oculus in my backyard on my projector because mm-hmm. they wanted to watch a horror movie they'd never seen and and uh, they wanted to watch something with jump scares. And I thought, you know, most people haven't seen Oculus. So have you guys seen that? And most of them were like, well, that didn't look very good. And I'm like, no, it's mike flanagan it's awesome and they're like who's that and i was like okay let's just watch this (laughs) and they all loved it um but i don't usually think about hush which is funny because i think of like gerald's game and i think of haunting of hill house um and i think about like absentia but for some reason i don't think i mentioned hush or thought about mentioning hush when i was talking about him Um, oh you should because it's such a good movie it really is i mean all of his movies are good i haven't Mm -hmm. seen a bad one so um, the thing I really like about Hush is it's so it's so simple in when you're like thinking about it. It's like literally a home invasion movie. But like when you add like the deaf mute aspect of it, it's something mm-hmm. that we don't see ever. And the way that it's filmed is just so clever. Yeah. The interaction between these two characters, it's really just two characters throughout the whole movie is just so smart and scary and when you see a lot of it from her perspective you can't hear him moving you can't you know i don't know there's just there's so many good aspects from that movie i just i love it i love it so much it really is good it really is a very good movie i've seen it several times and every time it's lived up to it um my memory of it um same I mean, just this Mike, is the first time in a Mike while Flanagan. that I've watched it. You know, it, it, it's something about Mike Flanagan where, where you think of his movies and you think of like Haunting of Hill House and you think of things and you're like, yeah, that's good. But then when you watch it, you're like, fuck, I forgot how good this is. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his, exactly. Like, it, it, they're, they're all that way. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Doctor Sleep yet, but I know you have. And is it similar to that, too? Because I still watch the trailer for Doctor Sleep and give zero fucks about it. <laughs> but I know I have to see it because it's Mike Flanagan. <laughs> I really liked Dr. Yeah. Sleep yeah. a lot. 
Um, and I feel like the majority, I've, I've definitely heard both uh, sides of it. I've heard people that weren't super into it. Um, and then, but the, the majority of people that I love, especially if they are fans of Stephen King, especially if they are fans of the novels, um, as well as the movies, I have heard nothing but praise and great things yeah. about um, how people felt about it. And I'm, that makes me happy because I watched this movie. I just felt super excited. Um, I obviously, I don't know, like you can just tell how much Flanagan like respects the source material. And I think that he does a great job of um, marrying the book and the movie of The Shining, mm-hmm. because um, I feel like I feel like the book and the movie are v- you kind of get very different things out of the ending of it or out of like the whole story, I guess. Um, kind of Kubrick took it a little bit in a different direction, right. and uh, it's great. I I love I love the movie so much, um, but I also I really love the book. And so I think that he did a great job of like being respectful to both of these, um, both materials. Mm. I'm excited for you to see it. And I really want to talk to you about it. Well, we can talk about it next week because I'm going to see it before we record again. I'm curious Um, to see what you think about it. Well, I'm sure I'll love it. (laughs) Here's the thing. (laughs) I just I've never seen a Flanagan thing I didn't at least enjoy in some way or didn't freak me out or scare me in some way. Um, I just, he is one of the most underappreciated directors of our time right now. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about Hereditary and Ari Aster, who is absolutely stellar and amazing and is 100% worthy of every uh, bit of of excitement that people have over him. Uh, but Mike Flanagan's been around longer than Ari Aster and has been making amazing films since day one and mm-hmm. i it pains me that he you know this is like his second film that's in a that's been theater nationwide uh yeah. which is like bonkers to me especially after hill house and and all this shit like he should be all over the damn place uh so i i, I, I haven't heard a lot about this although it was just released a couple days ago um I'm really hoping it does well in theaters uh, so he can do more theatrical releases. Uh, He absolutely should be. And uh, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy being able to watch his shit immediately and on Netflix or wherever. Um, But it's still nice uh, to see him getting the props he deserves and being in theaters. I mean, since day one, we've been um, celebrating Mike Flanagan. We are huge Flanagan fans here at Final Girls. Yes. God, I just I still have flashbacks to Monster Palooza and and him yes and being in that fucking empty ass giant room with Mike Flanagan being questioned by someone who had no fucking idea who Mike Flanagan was uh. and just like ugh, like this dude deserves so much more um he's slowly getting more and more respect um and attention but honestly it's nowhere near where it should be in my opinion yeah it's really nowhere near it should be where it should be Um, i agree and i feel like the reason why um he's not is because he's just not you don't know about mike flanagan unless you happen to have 
you know, to be in the genre, like a fan of the genre, or if you like randomly watch one of his movies that's streaming on Netflix or whatever. And, and um, as I've said a million times, his trailers look horrible. I never <laughs> am interested in his movies by trailers, but I've learned that it doesn't matter. I shouldn't even watch Mike Flanagan trailers at this point because it doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to see it anyway. It's true. Um, I, I can't think of one trailer I've seen for any of his things ever and thought, that looks amazing. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> Never happened. Oculus, case in point, no one thinks Oculus is going to be good. Some people at Modern Horrors, it's, who shall yeah. not be named, still don't quite appreciate its awesomeness. Which it's is true. Fine, which is fine. <clears throat> Jake and Luke. Jake and Luke. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, not Jake. Now we, ha- now we have two Jakes. That's we true. Like That's fucking- true. Not Parker. Parker doesn't count. I don't know what Parker thinks about it. We can ask him on the show in a couple weeks. I'm curious. All right. I'm done ranting and raving. But um, the moral of the story is go watch all Mike Flanagan movies. God damn it. (laughs) Yes. Just go on his IMDb page and start start an absentia and work your way up. Yes. Um, Okay. What else? Anything else you've been doing? Talking about? Watching? (sighs) I feel any. like uh, I need a new book to read because I finished The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you read Doctor Sleep too? I haven't read Doctor Sleep. Maybe well, I maybe guess, that's just the natural, yeah, order of things. Oh, yeah. Um, I need to. Uh, I was gonna say something. Oh, I want to see. I honestly want to see Doctor Sleep again. Cool. Um, we'll see. I have been watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> nice. Because there's five seasons on Netflix and I needed a new thing to stream. Uh, or binge, rather. I've been binging uh, Breaking Bad after seeing El Camino, which was wonderful, but I just finished that. So now onward and upward to Shit's Creek. Got a little comedy going. Love it. I've seen a couple episodes of the new Creep Show series on Shudder. I need to watch that. Fine. It's I've heard fine. great things, really. It's fine. Interesting. I, I know it got picked up for season two. Yeah, I mean, it's it's worth watching. Okay. It's just not quite as good as I was hoping. But it's still y- fun. It's still worth watching. Have you... Um, Some are better than others as anthologies go, you know? Right. Oh, always. Um, have you watched any Are You Afraid of the Dark yet? I haven't. I don't oh, know yeah. where to watch that. Uh... I don't know if it's streaming for free, to be honest. I might need um, to wait on that one. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I will. I will watch it. Yeah. I'm curious. I still haven't watched the last episode. Um, I started I to do that. American Horror Story 84. Oh, I, I want to do that, too. It's fine. I liked it. I didn't keep going. I stopped like three episodes in, as I sometimes do with American Horror Story, but I'm sure I'll go back to it. Is it... Where did you watch it? Uh, Hulu. Okay. Yeah. I still have to watch the last one. Oh, yeah. You totally need to watch the last one. Watch the last one first. It's so good. Okay. I, that was my favorite season of American Horror Story to date. I found um, the one before that, Colts, to be yeah. super unnerving. Well... I think you need to watch this one. Okay. Uh, it'll make you want to watch parts of the first one again. Oh, I love the first one. Because it's like one and two. You'll want to watch two again. So it's like one and two merged together in stories. Interesting. Two was not my favorite, so I'm, I'm curious. No, three. Sorry. One and three. Oh, okay. The okay. witches. 
Yes, Covenant. The Witches and Murder House kind of merge together in this one. It's really good. Watch it. Apocalypse is really good. Okay. Um. All right. So yeah, just Shit's Creek for me. (laughs) (laughs) She's just up Shit's Creek. I'm just up Shit's Creek. Uh, but I'm also excited to watch next week's films. So uh, do you want to talk about what those films are, Carly? I do. I do. I really do. Oh, go for it. Cool. So next week we have a fun uh, little duo of films. We are going to be talking about Apollo 18, which is streaming on Netflix and also Overlord, which is streaming on Prime Video, Hulu and Epics. Kind of excited to talk about Apollo 18. I'm excited to talk about both of these movies. So I saw Apollo 18 when it first came out and no one fucking talked about it. But now suddenly people are talking about it. And I think it's because it's streaming. Uh, So it'll be fun to rewatch that. And Overlord, I've been dying to watch since it came out. It was one of those things where it came out and was in theaters for like a week and a half. And mm-hmm. um, I was traveling at the time, so I didn't even get to see it in theaters. And then everyone was like, it's so good. And so now I'm sad, but I finally get to see it. So, yay. I'm excited. It'll be a good one. Yes. And then the following week, we have another one already planned out. And Mr. Jake Parker will be joining us. But we'll more on that later. Hell yeah. It's going to be fun. It will be a good time. All right. Is that it? That's it. That's it for this week? Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week then. And until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. I was out of breath because I was laughing so hard. (laughs) That song just makes you laugh. It's true. Automatic giggles. (laughs) 